most important listener. Summer, you're my most important listener. No, I meant person on the air. You're my most important co-host. There we go, co-host. Yeah. Good so morning. I should know when I am on the air. You're on the air now. Yeah, I saw you push I know, the button. Because you've been waiting for me to push the button. Yeah, because I'm not going to be tricked anymore to saying things that I didn't want to say on the air. What didn't you want to say on the I air don't before? Know. I'd have to go back and listen. <laughs> you haven't listened? Guilty. Merry Christmas. Guess what? I've been busy, okay? <laughs> busy rapping and teaching you and working out. You're a rapper? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, everyone. Man, I like the way my voice sounds in the morning. It sounds real deep and sultry. And I'm not even trying That's to what think. That's think. <laughs> You're just like, man, it sounds like it needs a cough. <laughs> <laughs> That sounded really high compared to usual. <laughs> <laughs> My voice is usually like way deeper than this. Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome to Conversation Therapy, a podcast where I talk to people that I think are fun and we have a fun time because it's all about having good conversations, which are therapeutic for me. Um, and then also you guys can listen in too if you want to, uh, but mostly this is for me. Just not going to lie to you. Welcome back to a Christmas episode. We're so excited, um, all of us here in the audience. We're so excited to have Summer here. Thank you, thank you, audience. Always so supportive of me. You know, cut it out. Like the Christmas music the in the Christmas, background. Yeah, I think I might have it on the whole time. It's very nice. It is very nice. I enjoy the Christmas music a lot. Um, we just got up on Saturday morning and had wonderful eggs. What is their face about? They were good eggs, right? Yeah, they were good eggs. Had some hot sauce. Summer had salsa. some salsa. Cilantro. Bacon. Cheese. Cheese. Ooh, that's an egg. <laughs> and now and I didn't have to make it, so that was great. Yeah, it's true. Thank you for making me breakfast. I'm kind of the egg master. Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> I usually make the eggs. Yeah, you do. Whether they be hard-boiled, deviled, scrambled, over-easy... I am the egg master. Poached. I am the egg master. <laughs> I've never made a poached egg. It's just you like, can't call yourself the egg master. Uh, well, in this household, you are the egg I master. I am the egg master, but no in doubt. general, I'm not even. So close. does that mean you're going to make the deviled eggs for your family's Christmas that your mom requested? You're a teacher. You have two weeks off. Sixteen I days. I work on Monday, and you're asking me if I will make the eggs for Tuesday. Yeah, sure, because I'll be off on Tuesday. <laughs> well, we have to figure out something to do on Christmas Eve day because your family doesn't really want to hang out till late. And I thought we'd go over there to a whole day, but no one's going to be there. So then it's like, well. Katrina's coming over here and we're recording a podcast. On Christmas Eve? Yeah, in the morning. You can join us because I have three microphones now. Oh, boy. So I am going to be making the deviled eggs. No, I'll make them. <laughs> okay. Welcome back to Cooking 101, the show. How do mm. you make deviled eggs? Take your eggs. Well, first you need to get your eggs. Somewhere, where do we get our eggs? Aldi. 49 cents. Great mm-hmm. deal, Aldi. Great deal. Shout out Aldi. Not the largest eggs ever, but they're eggs. This show not sponsored by Aldi, but Aldi, if you want to reach out to us, we'll take uh-huh. a sponsorship and we will shout you out. Yes. Shout out to Aldi. Aldi eggs. In the song, they talk more intensely about eggs. <laughs> How do you feel about all the eggs? 
Throughout the week this week, I was um, like randomly going into singing about like Christmas songs, whether it was like switching the words to fit what I was teaching or just if I was like frustrated, I'd just like start doing a song like this, like turn in your paper, turn in your paper. It was great. I'm really going to miss it being Christmas season because it is so much more fun to teach during Christmas season than it is any other, even though it's really hard because they're so crazy, but it's way more fun because you just have Christmas stuff happening everywhere and your coworkers are happy. Yeah. My one um, para-professional aide in the classroom loves Christmas, and so we would just like break out into Christmas songs together, like singing. Oh, that's so fun. I'm trying to think what we did yesterday. We did... Oh, I'll have to think about it. We've done like so many, but yesterday's was really funny because she'll just walk into the room and I'll just start singing like any Christmas song and like we'll then do like a little routine. That's so fun. It's really cute. Man, you would be my favorite fourth grade teacher. They just must think I'm crazy. Like they have, there's just no consistency when it comes to that kind of stuff. The kids or the other teachers? No, the kids. I'm sure the other teachers probably get annoyed too because... My class then ends up being pretty loud. But I don't really have one person on the side of me, and the other side of the back side is a hallway. So really, it's just um, my coworker teaches language arts, which is hard because they're trying to read it, right? And then they just hear us over there going, Yeah, that's so fun! <laughs> it's like, sorry. Man, they could be having fun too. They could. And that's what I try and tell the kids. Like, guys, this is what my classroom would be like if I taught language arts. It's not because it's science social studies. Like, you just have to fake it and have fun. That was a little bit of a burn on all the other teachers. In the no, it's not, though. It's just different <laughs> teaching styles. So it's up to the kids to figure out how to make it fun. <laughs> kind of, though. You're kind not, of that's saying, not what I was trying to say. I know it's not what you were trying to say. But this is this is... That was good summer, right? Which is just summer all the time. And then I'm going to be the devil on summer's shoulder who's sitting there saying... Well, my class is real fun. <laughs> no. We have fun in science and social studies and everybody else. This could be what your class is like if you were doing another class, but it's not fun. <laughs> that does make me partially want to teach language arts to see because it would be so hard. It's just a lot. You have to teach them so much and they come in being so bad at it. Isn't that the same for science and social studies? Most kids yeah, don't they know don't what know a photon any of it. is. No, we don't teach They don't know who George Washington is. <laughs> For some reason, they have better background knowledge, I think, than they would have. I don't know. Maybe not. No. But it's easier for them to pick up on because of the way that it's able to be taught. But I think you can do that in all subjects. It's just harder because it's not as natural. Yeah. Back to eggs. <laughs> oh, we have to tell them how to make deviled eggs. All right. We'll go step by step. I don't know step. how to make them. And I don't really like how you made them the last time. So can you make them the real way in this ad? We'll go step by step. Yeah. You go first. Okay. Go to Aldi. Then what? Buy the eggs. 49 cents. Out to the car. Use your credit card. Sure. You got to go through each step. <laughs> Use your credit card. Yep. Um, it's only you eggs. Are not, you are so a big you picture hold, person. I am them, the details. Hold the eggs in your right hand. For safety. <laughs> you forgot to say take them out of the cart. No, we already bought them. No, she put them in the cart after we bought them. No, I had my hand out. Oh. 
That's not how they do it at Aldi. That's how she does it because she knows me. You have to do this accurately. People won't know how to shop at Aldi. Kimberly knows me. They're all going to put their hand out waiting for them to hand them things and the person's going to be overwhelmed because they just slide it as fast as possible into the cart. Not eggs. They're very careful with eggs. I'm like, (sighs) take them out of the cart with my right hand. (laughs) Walk out the doors that slide open. Carefully walk on the icy parking lot to my car. Unlock your car. Pull the key out of the lock. Summer, this is the worst. (laughs) Okay, let's keep going. Drive home. You didn't put the key in the ignition. I was trying to go faster because (laughs) you said this was the worst. Drive home. Open the garage door. Open the house door. Close the garage door. Hmm. Get inside. Put the eggs on the counter. Take a nap. Mm. (laughs) That's exactly what you would do. (laughs) You would not start working on the eggs. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Take a nap. You got to get your rest in. Two days later, Michael (laughs) gets back to thinking about making eggs. (laughs) Remember that the eggs are still on the counter. They're bad. You got to go buy more. Oh my gosh, no. <laughs> okay, no, there's eggs in the fridge. Throw those eggs away that were on the counter. Grab the eggs out of the fridge. Left we, hand. We wasted 49 cents. Yeah. <laughs> in this story, yeah. We would never do that. We wouldn't. We put the eggs in water to see if they float or if they don't. Oh, they're fine. Oh, they're good. Okay, pull the eggs out. Leave the eggs in the water. Put it. Put the pan on the stove. Boil the water. With the eggs in them. Mm-hmm. Well, first you want to boil the water and then you put the eggs in. That's what I thought, but you said leave the eggs in there. So yeah, I, no, I was wrong. Okay. Boil, boil the water. 12 minutes. Of boiling the water? 12 minutes of eggs in the boiled water. Okay. The end of 12 minutes. Pull Take them out. Off the stove. Put them directly into cold water from your faucet and run cold water over them as you put all of them into a thing full of cold water. That makes them easier to peel. Fun facts. That's what Alexis and I did wrong. We didn't put them into a bowl of cold water. We were just put them in like a strainer. No, you want to have a bowl of cold water. And you also, as you take them out, you run the cold water the whole Over time. It. And then leave the cold water, like dump all the cold water mm-hmm. out and put more cold water in. Do that for like probably a couple minutes. Mm. Okay. Actually, it wasn't Alexis. It was Brooke. Brooke and I. Okay. But, yep, so then you, after you've done the cold water thing, you have to peel all of them. That could take a very long time. But not if you get cold water on them. It's actually very easy. Yeah. So you peel them. If you're going to make a lot of deviled eggs, because you're going to have two for every one egg, you really only need like a dozen eggs. That's a lot of deviled eggs. 24. You do the math. 24, unless you had a bad egg. Right. And it's also because... Which is possible at all. You make sure you open it and check it. Mm. Yeah, we forgot that part. Goodness. That's like probably the most important part. It's because you went too fast at the beginning. That was dumb. Yeah. What, what a stupid thing. I didn't even open the door to get the eggs out of the, the freezer. Mm. <laughs> out of it's the fridge. magically popped into your hand. That's true. All right. So at home, um, a typical deviled egg holder is going to have um, room for most of your eggs. It usually has room for 18 or 20. Um, and so then you're going to have some left over, which is good that we had extra eggs. Uh-huh. So you're going to cut the eggs in half. I'm getting tired of this egg thing. We better go faster. Cut the eggs in half, pop out the yolks, put them in a um, blender, a food processor, chop them up real noise, um, put in um, Miracle Whip or any type of mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. Hellman's. Mm. Hellman's is good. Mom said you can only ever have Hellman's. Yeah, mom's deviled eggs are great with Hellman's. Wrong mom. My mom. <laughs> oh, your mom. My mom made us buy the more expensive mayonnaise at Aldi. 
instead of the off brand that we we're going to get. She's like, nope, Grammy always said you can only ever buy Hellman's. The well, one thing you should go like extra on. That's not true. You can have them with any mayonnaise and they're all good. Hellman's just taste a little different. So you mix them up with the mayonnaise. A little different as in a little better? No, just different. It's mm. all opinion. Relative. Yeah. Keep going. <laughs> so you put mayonnaise in there until they achieve that level of consistency. The consistency where you could throw them at the wall and they would splatter and stick. What? Nothing would fall on the ground. You, if you took a the spoonful. The inside of the egg? Sorry, if you took out. a spoonful of the deviled egg mixture of yolk okay, and yeah, mayonnaise. Yeah, yeah. You want it to splatter on the wall. No pieces are going to fall down. It's all going to stick. But it's not going to slide on the wall. It's going to stay there. That Ew. consistency. So do that a couple times. Sounds like what it would be like to have a kid <laughs> throwing their poop. <laughs> a little gross. A little gross. I got real gross. Well, that's what I imagined. And I was happy we didn't have kids. No kids. No kids. Knuckles. Knuckles. Oh, table's too big. Oh. Um, uh, fun life pro tip. If you don't have kids and you're married, mm-hmm. give a knuckle bump whenever a kid does a dumb thing. Especially around your extended family <laughs> when there's a lot of kids and a lot of your upper peer cousins, they get really frustrated. Like, let's imagine you have a cousin who their kids are in a wedding and he's holding him at, in the front row at this wedding after they've gone down the aisle and the kid pees all over the front <laughs> of you. You're holding them, your, your front of your coat is soaked including your tie it goes all the way down to your undershirt you're soaked you it's don't dripping notice. onto the ground you don't notice because pee is warm and you're also warm <laughs> oh a, and sweaty that's so gross you didn't notice that there's a, a puddle of pee on the ground and the kid wakes up and goes I, I peed. <laughs> and then so you're sad. like dang it and the uh, at this point the couple is walking down the aisle and you're in the front row so you have to walk after them <laughs> So you hold the child in front of your pea-soaked front and walk quickly up the aisle behind, <laughs> so behind the newly married couple. And that is when, if you were a young married couple, such as Summer and myself, you would knuckle bump. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Anyways, you take a spoon and you wash your hands and you use your finger to swipe off the mixture onto the uh, cavity in the deviled egg. Or you could have a cool little like dispenser thing that some people have for like cake decorating. Yeah, or like a mini ice cream scooper. Yeah, and Same that idea. looks cute. And you could put that in there. Yep, and so then you put that in the deviled eggs and then you put them in the fridge and enjoy. Excuse me. I'm trying not to burp as much because I think it's gross. Did but you I finally also, listen to it? I also think it's funny though. <laughs> I think it's really funny. No, it's gross. You're going to lose listeners. Well, I don't have that many to lose, so. Well, that's a high percent that you <laughs> and, lose then. And also. You should be is, even more concerned. Well, this is all for me. That's maybe what everyone says. Maybe it's therapeutic for me to hear burps. Some ever think about that. Well. Okay. So now that we've done that, this leads perfectly into the topic that I want to bring up for us. It's did a Christmas you say to put topic. the eggs away? Yeah. So put them in the fridge and chill okay. them and then enjoy yes. them later. End of egg making. End of egg making. And on to our next Not topic. to be confused with Easter egg making. <laughs> <laughs> That's correct. I'm just trying to keep the egg conversation going while you're trying to <laughs> start your next thing. Well, this has to do with the eggs. Oh. Top 10 Christmas snacks. Like snacks and foods that appear Christmas around cookies. Christmas time. We have to do a top snacks 10 Snacks or like list. sweets? Any type of food. Christmas cookies, one. That's number one for you? It is the number one that is all over the place. No, I'm talking about your favorite. 
Oh. So this is kind of this is very subjective from me to you to anybody else, but we're gonna put out the definitive list, you and I. Combined. I'll, what? We're combining. Like I have five, you have five, or what? We're coming up with ten total. I'd say we come up with ten total, and that's just the list. Yeah. All right. So let's just throw some out. Deviled eggs come to mind. Yeah. They always show up around Christmas time, and they're very good. That's true. Those cookies that have the Hershey Kiss smushed in the middle. I don't really like those. Oh, I love them. They're like they're like peanut butter cookies with Hershey. Yeah, Kisses I don't really like them that much. All right, well you're wrong. <laughs> well, um, we're talking candy. See, candy canes are a thing no. that I I'm not necessarily a huge fan of, but I'm definitely gonna eat one around Christmas. Hot time. chocolate with candy canes in them is more. With candy canes in them? Oh my god! I've never done that. Is that a thing? I need to tell you a story that happened yesterday. Okay, I would love to hear that. It has to do with the candy cane. Oh no, this could be this could be. This a kid that I was talking stabbed. about you earlier, um, was given without telling me his name. I'm Hippa. I definitely never told I would me never tell you a name or even what the child looked like. Nothing. No, I just explained a different situation. Mm. The same kid received a candy cane in his treat bag from his teacher, which is not me. And it was root beer flavored. Ooh, gross. He wanted a bottle of water so he could mix the candy cane in it to make root beer. Oh, that's the worst idea. His homeroom teacher said no. <laughs> yeah. Another teacher said no. He comes over to my room. He didn't ask me why. I have many water bottles in my room for kids. And he asked me for one. I said no. And because he was being very rude about it and because I knew there was something behind it, but I didn't know what it was. And I'm very glad that my instincts kicked in like that. Yeah. And so he would not stop asking me and I, I'm going into the other classroom to take him to his class. And so then I find, I'm like, what do I? So I asked the teacher, I said, I have water bottles. If he needs one, he can have one. She said, no, you made the right decision. He wants to make root beer from his candy cane. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh. Like that was the beginning of my day right there. So he starts crying because he couldn't have a water bottle. Couldn't have root beer, you mean. Exactly. He wanted root beer, <laughs> which is actually very creative, but yeah. not the right time. Not the right time. I think, I don't know. Part of me feels like this kid is going to be stuck on that all day. So maybe you should just no, let him. No, he wasn't. No, 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 no. Take no, a little no. bit of it. No. Put it in you the give water. him an inch, he'll take 10,000 miles. Not even one mile. That's a 10, lot. 10,000. How far is that? How? He can run very fast. What's the circumference of the earth? I don't know. I don't either. I have no idea. Well. So, yeah. Anyways, candy canes. Can't, yeah. Um, what else? They come out with some, like, good flavors, but they also have come out with some stinker flavors of candy canes. Like root beer. Yeah, I feel like root beer wouldn't be that good. Like, just give me an actual root beer. Um, Speaking of root beer, infinitely better than regular beer. Fight me. All right, other things. Think of Christmas dinner. Ham. Ham's a ham. Christmas thing. I like ham. A good honey, honey baked ham with a brown sugar glaze. I feel like there's always cheese balls or like oh, cheese, cheese and crackers mm. and meat. That's good. Cheese balls make me. Buckeyes so happy. are pretty big around this time of year. Yeah, I asked my mom this question, and she said, "Well, I asked her, are Buckeyes just a like an Ohio thing? Because well, we don't like, live in Ohio." <laughs> yeah, oh. of course not. <laughs> I didn't know if you didn't say stuff like that. No, I've said Mansfield before. Oh my gosh, you told him the city you live in? Yeah, Mansfield's pretty big. Hmm. 
No, not really. I mean... They're going to find us. <laughs> I'll bleep it out. <laughs> we don't live in Ohio. But okay, we do live if in we Ohio. did live in Ohio. Like, Ohio's pretty big. And we are the Buckeye State. You know, we got the Ohio State Buckeyes. O-H. I am. Oh, wow. The Ohio State University. Mm-hmm. I hate that. Speaking of which, I attend it. You do. Mm-hmm. Getting your master's. Very impressed. We just looked this up. 8% of people in the world have a uh, master's degree. Yep. Wait, no. That was people in the U.S. People Sorry. in the U.S. 8%. And you know what? Honestly, I think probably 4% of those people are teachers because almost all teachers that I know have a master's because you get yeah. a huge pay bump. That makes sense. And they pay for it, basically. So you don't have to go into debt unless you're silly and some people still go into debt and then it doesn't even work the way it's supposed to. You don't even get paid enough to make up your debt. Yeah. So silly. Anyways, we're in Ohio, so Buckeyes would be a thing year round, right? You can go buy Buckeyes from almost any like candy or chocolate store. But I wonder if that's the same in all these other states or if it just appears around like Christmas time. Like, could I go to Wisconsin and get a Buckeye any time of the year? I have no idea. Yeah. I don't know. It's very interesting to me. You should have someone from Wisconsin on your podcast and ask them. I do have a friend from Wisconsin. Who? Uh, uh, don't name them. I won't name them. Hip hop. Just kidding. <laughs> hip hop. This happens all the time at school. We just randomly shout HIPAA. Just kidding. We don't. It'd <laughs> <laughs> be really funny if you did, though. I'm going to start doing that. HIPAA. Like whenever a teacher says a student's name. Yeah. Hey, George, sit down. HIPAA. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any kids named George? I feel like that's an no, old I don't name. have any kids named George. George is like a 45-year-old man's name. Yeah, I have never had a kid named George yeah. in my vast amount of teaching experience. You have had a lot. You've had a few hundred kids at least. You know? Yeah, I have. A lot. That's We're crazy. We're getting away from top 10 Christmas food, Christmas things. I just don't really think of that many. Reese's trees. Oh, oh shrimp. Ooh. Oh, yeah, shrimp cocktail. Mm. Mm-hmm. My family does. All right. My family's tradition is on See, Christmas. See, that's why Eve. I think I'm confused because I'm like, well, we don't really have traditional stuff at your family's. Yeah. My family's Christmas Eve tradition is we do late at night, we do a candlelit dinner that's all finger foods. Because when my family was young, my mom would make homemade food all the time, all the year, because we didn't have a lot of money. And so having finger foods was like a huge treat. Like we never got. Store-bought chicken nuggets or mozzarella fries, sticks. mozzarella sticks, That's all we lived on. popcorn, <laughs> shrimp, like all that stuff. We never had it. And so it was a huge, very fun deal. So we'd have a candle lit and a very fancy set up table. And then we would have all of our finger foods and all these different like honey and barbecue sauce and well, everything that you like eat with sauces for those kind of foods. So that's what comes to mind for me when I think of Christmas foods. What do you think is it? It's as I think of it more. It's like one of my favorite Christmas traditions. What's your favorite Christmas tradition? Mine is kind of sad because we don't oh, do it. Oh yeah. No, not that. I mean, there's multiple sad ones. My favorite <laughs> <laughs> Christmas tradition probably would have been like all of us girls sleeping in the same room, like on Christmas Eve. Aww, that was so always cute. so fun. And then, I mean, my other one, if we're going to go sad ones, when my grandma was alive, when we would go to her house and do the car wash gift exchange, that was my favorite. Explain the car wash gift exchange. That's so, not a common thing <laughs> that no, a lot of families do. So my dad and grandpa owned a car wash, and they would always get all these random things just dropped off from people cleaning out their cars. 
And they would keep and collect all these pieces of junk. And what they'd do is they'd wrap them up for Christmas and give them out to specific people. And we would, after we opened all of our other Christmas presents, that's how we would end. We'd end with the car wash gift exchange. And what do they call it? Something Santa. Uh, I'll have to remember. But, um, yeah, they'd pass them out and we would open up like one shoe or a broken toy or <laughs> like an extra large pair of underwear. Just disgusting <laughs> stuff that they found. And it was just so funny because it would be like you had no idea what you were getting. Yeah. And it, it would just be so funny what they would find. So it was fun. But sometimes there would be things that people would want. Like, I have a nutcracker that was left at the car wash that one of my cousins was given. And I was like, hey, I would actually keep that. And so, like, it's so funny to see who actually wants some of the stuff. Like a a two-foot-tall decorative nutcracker that we have out in our house for Christmas. I need to send a picture of that to her, actually. A couple of the ones that pop into mind. I've only done this for, like, a couple years with your family. Mm -hmm. And the first year... I got like a bunch of little action figures, like little toys. Yeah. <laughs> and like some Hot Wheels, which I thought was funny. And then when I was, I was actually there the next year on the day and they had like Timberland boots, mm. but they were like calf high, like <laughs> women's high heeled Timberland <laughs> boots, <laughs> which were really funny. And they were like brand new and they were ridiculous. And yeah. It was super funny. Someone should take those to resell them. I don't, I think there was a reason why they were in the trash at, <laughs> at a garbage. You'd be wash. surprised. So those are my favorite traditions, but we don't do either of them now. So I do like yeah. now when we go to our families, I think that the, we do that um, white elephant gift exchange. I think that one's fun because you have to try and find something really good for $10 or less. It's always fun to see what people come up with that yeah. one. And just honestly, it's more just hanging out with my family, everybody together. But yeah. I mean, that's the best Christmas tradition because not every family can do that. Some families right. live very far away. Some families aren't on good terms. Like I was talking to a guy that I work with and he was saying how his wife's parents are divorced. And so it's just such a hassle trying to hit everybody on Christmas and how yeah. it's just like a difficult thing. And you have to figure out like the drive and all that stuff. But I mean, we are very lucky that we have parents that are still together and families that everyone loves each other and we can like hang out. Yeah. Which then makes it even harder, though, when it's, like, trying to figure out where to go. Oh, right. Well, we figured it out, though. Kind well, of. We could turn this hard. into a couple's advice podcast for this one. Like, we're getting the advice or we're giving we're the advice? Giving, <laughs> we're giving the advice because we have figured out everything that couples need to know about what to do for Christmas. I don't know. I still feel like we haven't figured... I don't know. I still feel unsettled about it. Why? You, you think you're putting... Okay. I here's like the story. All right, you should we tell it? I don't care. It's not like anyone's gonna listen. <laughs> like hey, your family, hey, I mean. Hey, <laughs> that's not what I meant. I meant like your family's not gonna listen. Well, actually, Becca could. Becca doesn't and care. Katrina could. And, and my Katrina. parents could. And okay. David could. Maybe my whole family listen. No, they don't. I know for a fact they don't. Well, whatever. Maybe they will. Okay, so Christmas for us. And I feel fine about saying this. Yeah, so we did Christmas Eve with my family because that's really the only Christmas tradition we had. And then we, like, my mom made stockings, so we would open, but, like, that's not a huge deal. Like, every family does that. Wait, what? The stockings that my mom personally cross-stitched for each of us. Yeah, but what do you mean tradition? We would always open those on Christmas, but every family does that. Like, that's a Christmas Didn't you tradition. open your gifts on Christmas, too? Yeah, but every family does that. The oh. only, like, unique to my family Christmas tradition... Tradition? <laughs> 
is the Christmas Eve, the finger foods. Yeah, that's it. Okay. So we said, all right, we'll go to my family for Christmas Eve and we'll just sleep over there and then we'll drive um, the hour that it takes to get to Summer's family. And for the record, it is on Christmas Eve. We had traditions too. (laughs) I'm just giving the (laughs) backstory. Your tradition was to sleep in each other's rooms. No, we used to go, we would go to Columbus. Well, actually we've had multiple. So our first one was we would have my grandpa and grandma over and we'd have shrimp and then we would go to the candlelight service. We'd come back and have our dinner. But then once my grandma passed, then we started going to Columbus. And so we'd go to Columbus for my grandpa's concert because my grandpa would, he still does. He's in his 90s and he does, um, he creates the music for the whole Christmas program. He like makes it, whatever you would say. How's that? What's that called? He organizes. He organizes well, it. it? No, it he like composes it. Composes it. He yeah. composes multiple songs with the different um, instrument parts, and then he always with like a play- bunch of instruments, a like, bunch, tr- like trumpet, cello, yeah. electric guitar, regular guitar, choir, singer, like a whole like band for church plus like a small orchestra. Yeah, it's super cool that That's he can really do that, cool. and he still plays trumpet, which is incredible at ninety mm-hmm. some years old to even be able to like be like mentally lucid enough to compose and oh also play trumpet like physically. It's very impressive. Yeah, so they do that, and then they go over to their house, and I think I don't know if they get pizza or what they do, but do gifts there. So. My family still does stuff on Christmas Eve, but we now we go to Michael's family, which is totally fine. But compromise. We, compromise. Because that's the only tradition my family had, and Summer's family has traditions for every day of the every year. Every day of the year. <laughs> <laughs> so we went to my family for that, which I'm happy that we're Can't doing. Can't help it. It's yeah. so funny. Yeah. We really so, do. So my family on Christmas Eve, and then we're like, okay, we'll leave early on Christmas morning, 8 o'clock, to drive to your family, because no one's up at your family's before then, like before 9 really like nobody's really up and doing gifts because everyone has to be awake and lucid no we used to we used to get up really early and do them but that's because we would have such a big day at my grandma's but now that's not really a big thing and because you were children and because we were kids yeah and so now that we're adults everyone's fine with getting up at nine instead of 6 a.m to open their presents yeah (laughs) so the past couple years at my family's house we all loved our christmas eve and so we'd stay up really late uh, watching Winnie the Pooh or other things and then in the morning Summer and I would be up like all right we're ready to open our gifts it's 7 30 and no one would be up and no one would be up until oh it's 8 oh 8 30 oh 9 everyone's starting to get out of bed at 9 o'clock we and were so leaving at 9 o'clock we left at like 9 30 yes but because it up took at us nine. half an hour to open our presents and so even less summer, than that, people were then decided to get showers and stuff like it was crazy yeah it was very i don't think they recognized it but it was very inconsiderate to us and it happened two years in a row <laughs> and so summer was very stressed and frustrated because she wanted to get to her families and i was sitting there thinking like guys come on like this is not good um and so now the solution is this year because it has been two years that this has happened we're just going to leave christmas eve in like late in the night and go to summer's families and sleep there because that kind of makes everything work out which is like it's a good compromise and like my family will still like open all of our presents that have to do with us and them on christmas eve and we'll like open our stockings or whatever but then on christmas morning we'll just be at your families i just feel like they're gonna be sad my mom may be 
a little sad, but like, I think that everyone else lost their, <laughs> lost the privilege of having us there, which sounds really conceited, but it kind of is what it is. I don't know if they care as much. I mean, I think they care a little bit because it's more fun when there's more people, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't, I mean, I just don't know what it's like when we're not there, you know? Because we're not there when we're not there. So yeah. what is it like when we're not there? Maybe it's just as not fun. It's not fun. more. Maybe it's more fun. No, I don't it's know. not. Well, I don't know. Yeah, maybe we're the ones holding our family down and they're like, why won't they just leave? Maybe (laughs) if we stay up until like super late (laughs) and then sleep until nine, they'll just leave and we don't have to see them in the morning. (laughs) That's got to be what it is. That makes so much sense now. For two years, they've been trying to get us to change our plans. They've just been sitting there like, get out of here. Summer and Michael, we're sick of it. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel bad because I know that if I guess I put myself in everyone's shoes every single second of the day. And so... I'm like, well, if I was a mom, I'd want my all my kids to be there on Christmas. Yeah. But that's the thing is that every family, once you like people start getting married, like every family does a Christmas off, like a Christmas not on Christmas Day and a Christmas on Christmas Day. Well, and once we have kids, like, oh my gosh, I don't even know what we're going to do. Like, I'm going to want to go to my parents with my kids. Like, because that's once, what I always imagined it to be. But once our kids get old enough, we're going to want to do Christmas at our own house. And then do maybe Christmas, like, evening at your parents? No, like, that's what I mean. That's what I'm saying. Like, we would, our kids are going to be up at, like, 6 in the morning because they're going to want to open their gifts. And. Here's what I imagine. We still them. do Christmas Eve at my parents' house. Hmm. And then we come back home to our house and Hope do Christmas morning place. with our kids. And then we do Christmas night with your parents. Because at that point, hopefully I'll be a teacher and you'll be a teacher. So we'll have. Oh, my gosh. Buku 16 days off. off together right with our crazy children actually you'll be a teacher and i'll be staying at home maybe or actually i could be teaching who knows i actually thought about this if i could get my sisters to want to watch my kids and we pay them like not all the time but they all are gonna have everyone except ashley will have days off which they're probably not gonna want to spend babysitting how do you know they're gonna have days off because alexis is gonna be a nurse and brooke already has days off she doesn't have days off i think so i think they have one day that the office is closed oh i thought you meant like just in general they have every day off no i don't know never mind but then i was also thinking mom maybe you could watch them a couple days i don't know maybe because uh, i just feel like i'm gonna want to teach yeah i mean that's a fun idea i know it's not realistic no i think it is realistic like i thought you meant like or i could pay christina yeah <laughs> i invited her to be on this podcast and she was very excited but then it's just we never actually planned it so it never happened but she'll be on it oh, eventually. maybe if we ever move there then you could have her on it'd be easier it's hard That's for her to drive an hour or i could bring the stuff up there and we could record it over oh, christmas yeah. time but i only have two days off so i'm not gonna have time for that get a teaching job already <laughs> That's gonna I be so will. crazy it will be fun and just like the pay difference too like which is so funny which is okay but like right. that's crazy it's crazy to think how like everybody else is like teachers don't make anything and, and we're I'm like sitting oh here. we want him to be a teacher wow i'm gonna make so much money <laughs> as a teacher <laughs> <laughs> what are we gonna do with all this cash <laughs> i was talking to someone else the other day and i mean i'm all about teachers getting more money like that we should get a pay raise but i also was talking to someone saying like Michael and I are both teachers. We're gonna be making a hundred, almost a hundred grand. No, okay, potentially. No, maybe. No, no yeah, no. A lot of teachers will make fifty thousand. Fifty thousand is not a lot of money to make. No, right. And I mean, once I have like. Well, okay. 
I feel like I need to clarify that. That is a very privileged thing to say. That is such a privileged thing to say. Right? How could you say that? <laughs> Shame me, please. <laughs> you How suck. does the crowd feel about me? Boo. Well, and three, two, one. Boo. Yes, that was definitely a privileged thing. I'm. I only make everyone listen to this. Thirty-six thousand dollars. They're all gonna be like, "How do you even make it?" Which is not true. You can totally make it on little money. Well, again, privileged thing to say. You don't have any college debt. Oh my gosh, privileged things. Shame you don't me. have any Make other the crowd debt. say boo. We are very privileged. Oh, I don't know how to continue this conversation. Well, no, I think it's okay. It's important to be able to acknowledge a privilege and then also talk about our lives, because I think that like that we are very privileged in where we are but that is not something to be ashamed of right i'm not ashamed of the fact that my parents are still together and that has made my life tremendously better because of that like i'm not ashamed of the fact that i was able to go to college and that has made my life better because of that like i'm not ashamed of being educated and all these other things but at the same time i think it's important to be able to say to people like hey i know that like my struggles have been I came off, I come from a much more privileged place. My life has been easier than yours, but that doesn't take away from the fact that within our social circles and within like just the U.S. as a whole, making $36,000 a year is not very much. Right. People all the time say stuff about that to me. But that being said, I think that part of me doesn't like those people. <laughs> like, part of me thinks, like, if you're talking about how little it is to make $36,000 a year, like, I don't, and I am perfectly fine saying this, I don't like that attitude, and I kind of don't like you because of that attitude. Because my family can live comfortably off of $36,000 a year, because also teachers get great benefits, right? So health insurance and all that. I've got clean teeth today, baby. Baby. <laughs> My gums also hurt today, baby. Baby. Yesterday went to the dentist, no cavities. High five. Hey I high five the table. Mm. Wow, that this goes on way too long. Yeah, so I don't know how we got started talking. We're I'm gonna be a teacher and we're gonna be making maybe close to a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> we a won't year. though, now that I think about between it. It'd be like it'd be like between seventy and a hundred. Right, but that—that's the thing. Is but that anyways, that's you so much it, more than what we currently make. Like you can work at a factory and make sixty thousand to a hundred and two hundred thousand yeah, a year. Yeah, but time off. Okay, and I—you didn't let me finish it though. For a hundred and eighty-two days of work. Yeah, but whenever yeah. whenever you talk to anybody about being a teacher, they're always like, "Oh, I could never do that." Like, I'm glad that you feel gifted to do that. Or like, because you're so right. So many people could not do this. Like, yeah, it is like it's the hard. few, the proud. The, the proud. Ma- the Marines. You <laughs> the heard that? Marines. That's the that's a Marine that's thing. Cute. The few, the, few, the, proud. the proud. The Marines. I shouldn't say it's cute. It's probably they run <laughs> How cute. How cute. What you with your little cute guns and your little muscles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're driving a tank? Aw, the few, the proud. The cute. <laughs> the few, the proud. The cute. <laughs> yeah. Oh. But yeah, like teacher teaching is a job in and of itself that a lot of people cannot do. Like people don't have the patience for it. Plus, like, so many days of our job, like, at, with all my teachers and when we have lunch, we're like, I don't think I can make it again. I don't think I can do this the next year. I don't think, like, it's crazy that we constantly yeah. are reflecting on that because it's so hard. Hmm. I guess that is, is a question so of, like, how do you maintain a healthy level of 
rest and like fulfillment in your own life because as a teacher like I feel like all the teachers that I talk to, like it has to be fulfilling for you if you're a teacher but at the same time it's also super draining and it's easy to get burnt out mm-hmm. and it makes sense that you kind of get a respite or a sabbatical every year like for the summer yeah. teachers get a, like a sabbatical yeah versus you know being a pastor and you get a sabbatical only when you're about to die and that's how I mean it is I at think most that's churches. kind of how it is at teaching though like honestly yeah that's how it is. I feel like jobs where you have to care for people. Yeah. Like you need a sabbatical. Maybe that's why their shifts are the way they are. No. Maybe. But I feel like nurses have terrible shifts. I mean, they're long, but then they get a couple days off. Yeah. Yeah. And the same for like police officers and um, firefighters. They need, we have to have them all year round. Like, yeah, I think some places do have teachers who work all year round but you have longer weekends or you have like longer like three week periods off which i just think sounds so dumb well like, I've, I've heard of that where it's like three weeks on one week off it would change everybody's work like life everybody or everyone would have to get nannies like well i mean it's the same for like summer parents. break but yeah parents who work during the summer and their kids are off like how do you figure that i stuff know but out? that's so much harder because in the summer college kids are off like so you have yeah. a lot of kids to pick from to watch your kid. I never really thought about that. Yeah, you're gonna get, you're gonna take care of all the. That's not true, but I will trust you a lot more than myself as far as figuring out who's gonna watch our kids when we're not home. No one is going to. What do you mean? Well, we're just gonna let them run no, rampant in our house. We don't need them. Anybody to watch them? We'll be home. I said when our kids are not, when we are not home, who's gonna watch our kids? I will let you. Help. You mean like for date night or something? Or, like, during the week when we're working. Oh, when they're little. Yeah. I already told you. Mom. That is very convenient, though. Like, if we are both teachers. And I'll, I'll pay you, Mom. I'll pay you whatever you're making now. But if Maybe. we're both teachers and we have summers off, like, we don't need to get childcare. No. But, okay, I was talking to a dude that I work with about um, retiring. Excuse me. Retiring, and he was telling me how like a lot of retirees will end up getting divorced because they haven't spent that much time together like ever like the dude's always gone at work and so they'll come back and then they'll be spending so much time together and then they'll end up getting divorced and it makes me think that like as a teacher like you come home and you spend summers together like you and i will be hopefully (laughs) and so like we're, we're gonna, gonna have the to, hardest like, part we're yeah. gonna just have to budget money uh, like for the summer specifically to go do stuff because that's where our biggest problem is is that i don't want to spend money so if there's an allotted amount of money though like per week and it's like we got to go spend we're gonna go do this it's also so different if we live in akron there's so many opportunities of things to do and also um boats <laughs> you are not good at resting you're not good at okay, relaxing Okay, I can't sit there and watch Netflix for a whole day. I'm sorry. I forgive you. You can. <laughs> not Most people can't do that. That's not true. Most people can do that. No, that's not true. Summer. You are just thinking about the people who are like you. There are just You're as just many people like people me. You're just thinking about people who are like you. Yeah, it's, there's 50% of us in this relationship. What makes you think it's different out there? I think a lot of it is also an age thing. No. Yeah, I think it's Personality. That- I agree. Age. I'm going to be the same. I'm old. I think that most young people are able to spend a day watching Netflix or waste an evening. I can do one day. One day. 
What do you mean not 16? I have 16 days off. I can't oh. watch Netflix for 16 days in a row. And that's what I'm saying is we're going to have to figure out a schedule of how we're going to operate during this the summer. This day is our Netflix day. This day is our going out and hiking day. This day is our visit my parents' day. This and is I'm, our I'm spend digging the money. this Christmas, this jazz Christmas music yeah, in the background. Nice. What I also think would be fun though is if we could get a cheap like well we already have a tent we could go camping like that's pretty cheap fun thing to do yeah we'll just go on every vacation everybody else goes on <laughs> what's that mean it means like somebody's like hey you want to go on vacation with us I'm like yes yeah you're right <laughs> like we'll go camping just with every up. other family yeah. that goes camping and then that would we'll be all. so fun that would be very fun and it is cheap you know because really. Yeah. Especially yeah. if we just put our tent on there a lot for free. Uh, that happens. That's a thing. Yeah. If you have a camper on a thing, you can put a tent on it. Usually. I'm busy listening to this saxophone. We're going to need to put out a Facebook message or a Facebook post to everybody. <laughs> no, not, we are thinking way in advance at this point. We're thinking like, yeah, it stinks that like how teacher pay works. Like if you would get a job for next school year, you don't get paid till next school year. So ideally oh, no. <laughs> that doesn't stink. That's just life. No, it stinks because you can't take this coming summer off. I mean, I could, you, we'd have no money from you. <laughs> you could maybe like work, um, like a job where you could choose if you want to work. Could take time off like a part-time job or like work like 30 hours a week at Bed Bath and Beyond. Just be like, Hey, I'm taking this week off and they'd have to be okay with it. Or like, I was thinking more like do like a construction job, like if they ever just take extra help. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we know or people you could who are nanny. in construction. <laughs> I have nanny in the I'm past. not joking. I was being like, I'm a good funny. nanny. Manny. Yeah. I'm nodding at you and smiling because that's what I know. they're called. A manny. I know. Well, I'm just thinking it, a lot of people probably would like that, especially if you were a teacher, like for their boy got kids that is the thing though about being a male and like you just you can't interact with children especially like young girls like like a three-year-old girl i think they're cute and even if i'm like at the store and they're like waving at me it's weird for me to wave back at them but for you it's not which is like i don't think that men are um um, discriminated against in that but that is like society doesn't look at men and think like oh that's a person that can take care of my kid because of TV shows that show how dads can't take care of them and like all this stuff and the fact that like a higher rate of men are going to be doing violent crimes and like that's just kind of a thing but it's awkward because like <laughs> if I want to like give your kid a high five because they're being real cute like I can't do that I don't give kids high fives when I think they're being cute summer that was just an example i've never done that before i'm just saying like that's not a normal thing but if i want to if i want to wave at your daughter i don't think that's weird a lot of women if you were out at the store by yourself with your daughter your little three-year-old daughter and a dude that's my size unless you're with your with your significant i'm by myself i'm buying no don't wave my kid i'm buying cream soda (laughs) your kid is like smiling and like waving at me don't talk to him honey (laughs) don't talk to that creep he's gonna steal you walk quickly it's a beard. <laughs> Everyone knows the beards. Beards are from below. The devil. <laughs> Ginger beard at that. That's true. But yeah, that's it's unfortunate because like I think little kids I'm are cute. I'm a really cute. nice guy. I know, but you I'm don't know nice that. Guy. And I understand that as well. Like if I were walking behind you in an alley, like you'd be like, "Oh no, I'm going to die." <laughs> because I just look I have a large frame and I have a beard and I always look mad. <laughs> <laughs> 
that. And you wear dark clothes. I do wear dark clothes. And big puffy vests. I've worn that one time. (laughs) (laughs) I've worn a puffy vest one time. It was a great experience because I naturally run warm. And I like wearing a coat. You hot boy. Uh, I'm a hot boy. Hot boy. And so we're. You're so bad at taking compliments. Even when it's a joke compliment, you're like. I just said I was a hot boy twice. So you take that back. Nope. I receive it. (laughs) (laughs) I naturally run warm. I sweat even. You a hot boy. I'll sweat in the snow. And so wearing a puffy vest is an incredible thing because it like I can still get cold on my arms, which helps cool me down, but it keeps my core nice and warm. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) I love being nice and warm. Man, this music is so good. It's killing me. This one really doesn't sound very Christmassy. It's Deck the Halls. Oh, there it is. (laughs) (laughs) This ain't no Christmas song. What are we decking the halls with? Halloween decorations? Oh, you can move that. I, I just got, did. I greatly improved the podcast setup. So I built a table and we have mic stands now that you can lean back and move them around. Um, which may attribute to some of the weird sounds that you're hearing. So back to our 10 uh, best oh Christmas. <laughs> I think we can drop that. I don't think there is anything. All right. Let me ask I one. I don't think Christmas is made for like a... Oh, food. Okay. This is one that I wanted to talk about with you. Um, <laughs> I got so mad at um, this movie that you were watching at your parents' house. So I wrote down all these notes about it. The movie is a romantic comedy, right? Romantic comedies typically predictable, but usually like a lot of stuff happens to them that make me angry because it's totally unrealistic or like it's just bad. This one, okay, I need to turn off the Christmas music because this made me so mad. No. Summer, I was 10 times as mad as you are now with the Christmas music. Okay, it feels bad. Let's have the Christmas music on. The movie... I'm going to describe to you what happened in the end of this movie. I don't even know what movie you're talking Sweet about. Sweet Home Alabama. Oh. <laughs> the worst romantic comedy in the world. Hot it was take. one of the original ones, so it's, it's hard. To garbage get... trash. Let oh, me rant. Try. Let me rant Ooh. for a second. Okay. There's a wedding scene. This is when I sit down. Everyone's in there enjoying this romantic comedy. I come in and I'm like, oh, cool. What's happening? I think I just got it from a nap or something. Classic Michael taking a nap. Yep. I walk in and it's the wedding scene between this couple. And this dude comes barging in. Security's trying to hold him back. What wedding has security? No wedding. Lots of weddings have security. If you have alcohol at your wedding, you have to have security. This was at the wedding, not the reception. So it's Again. At, okay, fair enough. These dudes are trying to hold this dude back. This dude looks like 90 years old, right? He shouldn't be able to fight through him. And he's like pushing these two big bouncers back <laughs> like <laughs> out toward this outdoor wedding. And then the bride, like Aaron's like, watch the, watch the ruckus. And the bride's like, oh, no, I know him. And he's like, <laughs> and he barges in and he says to the bride, you haven't signed your divorce paper from your old husband. So you're still married. You can't, you have to sign this paper. And the husband, or the like the fiance, the dude's sitting there and he's like, honey, 
you told me you handled all this. So he's a little frustrated, right? Rightfully so, because he's thinking, I'm going to marry this woman. I love her. She signed all the divorce papers. We're good to go. And this woman didn't sign the divorce papers, is walking down the aisle with her fiance. And this dude says, hey, no divorce papers aren't signed. And so fiance, a little frustrated. She finds a pen from somebody. They're like, who has a pen? No one has a friggin' pen. This one woman's like, I've got a pen here in my purse. Here's the pen. Gives it to her. She walks over to the dude to sign the divorce papers. And she hesitates for, I counted, 15 seconds. That's so long. Let's hesitate for 15 seconds here. All right, I, I go, here's a pen. Here are the divorce papers and go. Looking around, looking at everybody, thinking to herself, all the while this dude's over there, thinking like, why the heck aren't you sending these divorce papers? We're literally at the aisle on our wedding day. You don't look excited, but I'm so mad at this scene. <laughs> and so finally, she turns to him and states, you don't want to marry me. What the heck? <laughs> you're on the aisle on your wedding day and you're going to make this his fault? No, you're the one who doesn't want to get married and you're going to have the absolute gall to say to your fiance on the aisle of your wedding day, you don't want to marry me. So she makes it his fault, saying how he doesn't want to marry her because she isn't good enough for him. And this dude, who has every right to flip out and be the most madman in the entire world, doesn't get angry, right? This dude's a quality guy. He doesn't get angry. Instead, he leaves graciously and everyone there is shocked, right? This is the man of the freaking century. He is at this wedding and the wife doesn't sign her divorce papers and says, you don't want to marry me and makes it his fault. She didn't make it his fault. She said, you don't want to marry me. She wasn't trying I'm to I'm not do good enough for you. That's literally what well, she, she said. Well, she wasn't. She wasn't good enough for him. That's exactly true. He chose her. He said, you are good enough for me. But she's And then not. she said, I'm not She good loves someone else. You. She's not good enough for him. No, this is her fault. It's all her fault. It is her fault because she's not good enough for and him. And she ruined his day summer i'm mad <laughs> you should have picked a different person to talk about and this so with. You knew this I dude's her. mother the dude who graciously left the best man in the entire world at this point verbally starts to berate the bride right she's like how dare you do this to my right and it's it's mean and but it's understandable because she ruined her son's life like she led him on literally to the point of his wedding day and then said you don't want to marry me and so this mother, not doing nice things, is saying how terrible of a woman she is, which is true, and how you, this, my son's gonna be the future president, and you, and all this stuff. So saying ridiculous things. And the high point of the movie is when this woman, the bride, proceeds to punch her now ex-fiance's mom in the face. Why did she punch her? Because she was yelling at her. Nope, that's not why. That is literally the only no. thing that happened in that scene. Why don't you tell me what happened? What happened was she said something unkind to her mom. Because the, the That mom, doesn't matter. You can't yep, punch somebody you, for saying words. you're leaving words. that out. You're leaving that out, though. No, I said she verbally berated him. No, you didn't say that. Because she didn't do anything when she was just verb verbally berating the bride. All right, she's yelling at the bride. It's once she said something to her mother. All right, she yells at the bride's mom. Whatever. You're not allowed to punch somebody because they say something mean to your mom. Honey. That's not the world. you never punched anyone? No, I haven't. Even as a kid? No. 
I don't know about as a kid. I don't remember punching someone as a kid. I'll ask your mom. Ask her. She'll say, yep, he had anger. That was as a child. I... This is an adult on her wedding day punching her ex-fiance, her ex-possible mother-in-law, in the face because she said something mean to her mom. Haven't we already kind of figured out that this lady's a little That's bit That's a dang child. But she's the... Rocker? She is the person who is the... Uh, like the the good person in the story. No, she's the, the protagonist. The good, no, but she, you're following her this whole time. Yeah, so it's okay. realistic that people so the are high not point of the movie consists of assault and ruining people. a man's life without regard for her actions. Right? She assaulted somebody who was talking to her. Take her to jail. That's what should have happened. She ruined this man's life. He walks out graciously. His mom's mad. She punches the mom in the face because she's yelling at her and her, her mom. That's horrible. We're supposed to root for this piece of crap. This is what I have written down. We are supposed to root for this piece of crap as she goes back to reunite with her past husband. And it ends with them using the wedding reception that the great ex-fiance paid for in order to celebrate their newly minted love as, like, husband and wife. He paid for this and she's going, like, that's the whole happy thing at the end. And then I have written as my last note, I'm so mad I could spit. (laughs) Because that makes me so unbelievably mad. How am I supposed to root for this woman who assaults her ex-fiance, a possible mother-in-law, and now you're just standing here singing to the music and not wanting to talk about this. But I want to talk about this because this movie is the worst movie. I like other romantic comedies. Hitch, good movie. How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Uh, Some plot things, but still, I'm okay with it. Sweet Home Alabama can burn in the fires in Australia right now, for all I care. It makes me so unbelievably mad. How could you say that with all the cute woodland creatures that are burning up in flames? It's true. It is very sad. Unbelievable. The, the You're prime, sick. The, <laughs> the, the, the Prime Minister of Australia <laughs> needs to recognize that climate change is an issue. But what I'm saying is I have so much hatred and anger for the stupid writing and the fact that I'm supposed to root for would... this criminal who ruined a great man's life <laughs> that I could spit. And, and put her in the fire with no the other that movie can woodland. burn in the fire. Yes, animals. I am. I am perfectly okay with saying. It's very sad for the animals. Would not be sad if every copy of this movie burnt in the fire. Actors and actresses, not their fault. Screenwriter, kind of their fault. The fact that everybody else now watches it, it's everyone's fault. Well, thank you for tuning in to this <laughs> episode of Conversation Therapy. I'm so mad. I don't think Michael is feeling any better, but supposedly it's therapeutic. No, Hopefully I this I was do feel better for you because I Have want. A Merry okay. Christmas, everyone. No, we're not ending it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we will end. That it was here. a pretty good ending. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> but if you feel as I feel, if you I agree, don't feel as you feel. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the listener. <laughs> All mm. one of them. <laughs> okay, so we are tune co- in and call <laughs> us and explain why Michael shouldn't have gone on that rant and he shouldn't have picked me as that person. He should have picked someone else who he knew would have the same opinion. No, I want you here. He wants me to try and change my opinion to be his opinion. I don't. Unrealistic expectations, everyone. <laughs> I'm saying that's not true. <laughs> Unrealistic. Okay, I. He will. always wants to end our conversations <laughs> with an argument. <laughs> For the record, I've sat here and been very quiet and understanding. Did not change my opinion. And this is how we're ending our session. So fun. No. We're ending it with (laughs) me saying, I'm glad that you have a different opinion. And I'm glad that we can disagree. That's part of having a healthy marriage. He's also been talking to a bunch of people about how we're so different. And how we have no similar things together. That's not true. I said that to one person. And they were like, you know what? That's good. Because... 
oftentimes when people only get married because they think they're going to be best friends is not a healthy relationship. Okay. I'm glad that you have a different opinion. And that's why I wanted to talk to you because I don't want to be sitting in an echo chamber talking to somebody who only agrees with me. Don't you? I don't. Hmm. I don't. Absolutely not. And so I know that you love that movie probably. Do you love that movie? No, I don't love that movie. Do you agree with anything that I said or no? Um, I understand what you're saying, but you're acting as if every movie should portray exactly what happens in real life, and that's not how movies are. That movie is not even close to what happens in real life. Honey, neither is Star Wars. <laughs> I'm not saying it is. All I'm saying is that that movie wanted me to root for a person who assaulted somebody because they were... They never said you had to root for her. The movie... They could have said you can be angry at her the whole time and like the other guy because I think a lot of people liked her fiancé. She was the protagonist. Okay, everyone... Okay, this is what they want you to root for. They want you to root for people, like, fixing their relationships and um basically coming back together that's what like i was rooting for is like yeah don't just give up on your marriage because you guys are so different like that's not what you're supposed to do go back and fix it but they want me to root for that fixed relationship while forgetting about the fact that she uh, essentially ruined this man's life no i think she led him to the point of their wedding day you just want her to have ramifications i understand that but you're not thinking about any of the other movie part of the movie you're just thinking about the ramifications of her actions which is fair but who's to say that doesn't happen later on maybe she gets arrested right after the wedding reception for punching that lady the cop was at the wedding reception well maybe someone else's cop comes i don't know Obviously, this is in West Virginia. <laughs> Things don't happen the way that they're it supposed says, to. It's Sweet Home Alabama. <laughs> Alabama! <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying is that I'm not okay with rooting for this person. All I'm and saying is I'm not okay you with you them. trying to make everyone feel that they shouldn't root for this lady. Okay, I gave my pitch. You give your pitch why we should root for this I already piece told of you. dirt. I already told you. Because. Because she fixed her relationship while ruining another man's life. She didn't ruin his life. Yes, she did. Okay, let's imagine me and you were walking down the aisle and you turn to me and you say, I'm sorry, this isn't good. I have invested my love and my life for all of this time into you. Yeah, no, that would definitely not be beneficial for you because I am definitely good enough for you. So it would be terrible for you. No! But the guy with the black hair, no, she's not good enough for him. She doesn't actually love him. She's crazy. He needs to go find somebody better. She's been living a double she's life. She's not a good person. I'm supposed to root for her to fix her relationship, even yes. though she's a garbage. Don't we want, she shouldn't be with that other guy either. Don't we want good people to? Don't we want bad people to have healthy relationships too? Summer. Turn the music back on. It ended. I think that was the end of it because it was only like an hour's worth of it. I'll start it from the beginning. We'll do it two hours. <laughs> <laughs> we won't. But this is much more relaxing. Um. Okay. We're just going to have to sit and be fine with this. Um, I no, I want to end on something happy. You better say I'm something nice. I'm trying to end it with something happy and you interrupt this me with is your how, angry this voice. This is how every, date, angry this voice. every single date happens. <laughs> this happened last night at the Chinese buffet. Yeah, we start so good and then start we start so good and then Michael has to bring up some controversy where he knows that I won't have the same opinion of him and he expects me to change my opinion. I don't expect you to You do. You are trying to change my opinion. No, I'm expressing my opinion. No, while trying to change mine. No. Yes. You feel that way, but I'm not. I'm not trying to change your opinion. 
I'm just so saying the whole that point I'm of right that was to talk wrong. about. It. See, exactly. <laughs> and I'm saying I'm right and you're sort of right. <laughs> but you aren't good at seeing multiple different perspectives. You're going to have to learn that by the time you go to teach because Summer. there are multiple different learning styles and multiple people who think different things, especially with coworkers. I am good at understanding. Welcome those to things. co-teaching. But I am good at understanding. I maintain and Jeez. you can't force your students to just take your opinion on everything, especially because you're going to be teaching ELA. Like, yeah, you could actually watch a movie with them. And if you come across so strongly on your opinion like that, they're not going to be allowed to form their own opinions. Summer, we're not teaching right now. We're talking about arguably the crappiest romantic comedy that's ever been made. In your opinion. Think of a worse one. Do you think Noel. that is this? That was, a, that was not a romantic comedy. I know, but it still wasn't great. That wasn't a good movie. Yeah, that kind of sucked. It had some com- rom- romance and comedy in it. Yeah, but the dialogue wasn't that good. I don't know. I didn't hate it, but I didn't like it. I hated Sweet Home Alabama. Of all of the movies, that's probably one of my top ones that I don't enjoy very much. Sweet Home Alabama? Like, I didn't finish it my first time I watched it, and that's very uncommon for me. Yeah, you love romantic comedies. So, but I just think it's because it's an older movie, and I didn't, it's not as well written or entertaining. But there are movies that were written back then that are wonderful. Okay, let's, we both agree, on, like, she was terrible. Yeah? She's not a good person. You said that. I'm trying to find common ground, my love. Why don't you agree with something that I said? You did say that. You said no, she wasn't good enough for him. something different that you didn't agree with originally. Okay. I agree that having healthy relationships is a good thing. Where's the crowd? They need to clap for you. We finally came over to the other side a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> um... I agree. Having healthy relationships is a good thing, but I I think we both agreed that this woman was terrible, and that healthy relationships are a good thing. We agree on that. Um, but let's go back to our life. I love you so much, and I'm very. You happy. You can't just end it like this. You have to actually have a different conversation. I am. I'm trying to start a different conversation. You're, you're not this letting me. This sounds like the end. I'm leading to the end. <laughs> by starting a different conversation okay, but you said no you can't start a different conversation let's go back to the being mad <laughs> no that's not what i said I, it sounds like you're trying to end you're trying to end the podcast right now by saying a bunch of compliments to me and that doesn't seem genuine i was comparing our relationship to their relationship why would you do that you should totally leave that in the dust that's what i'm doing i'm leaving it in the dust by showing how great our relationship is in comparison okay Do you want me to just This ask? might have your most the most listeners yet. <laughs> yeah, because they all agree with my um, view of Sweet Home Alabama. No. Arguably the worst movie in history. Alright, let me pull up a different thing. <laughs> um, let me tell you a story about what happened at work. No. No? It's a funny story. Fine. I was delivering at this church. And there's these two ladies there. I deliver copiers. And I get in there. We've been driving. I've been driving for like two hours. It's me and this other guy. We move it inside. And I ask them, hey, is there a restroom that I can use? So I go and I use the restroom um, number one. All right. And that's that's great. And so I go out. And 
my uh, person, my partner, goes in and uses the bathroom as well. He's not the brightest guy in the world. We're like a block away from a gas station that we could have gone into. He takes a massive dump in the restroom and he clogs the toilet. <laughs> wow. That's disgusting. He clogs the toilet. And this is like in a church office that's separate from the church. So it's just a little house. I'm working on their copier and getting sure everything's in place. And he is in there and he fixes it all. He like plunges it and does all this stuff. But he's stinky. It's a stinky poop. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm over there. And he comes out and he's like chill. Pretending like nothing happened. It smells so bad. <laughs> and he like you could tell it smells like somebody sprayed perfume on a pile of poop because he used like the spray that you use but it smelled so bad which is like you should never do that in a customer site right if i ever have to use the, like go take a poop i do it off site in like a bathroom at a gas station or something he doesn't think about that so that happens um and he goes out and i'm over there in the corner and in a place where this secret the second secretary can't see me and so i'm in there in the corner and she walks over to the first secretary not seeing me and she goes did that guy just take a massive dump in our bathroom oh my gosh <laughs> that's disgusting she like everyone knew and she wanted because she was in the other room and i like mm-hmm. i made eye contact with the first secretary and was like i'm sorry <laughs> like i was like i mouth i'm sorry and she comes in and i'm in the corner and she goes did that did that guy just take a massive dump in her bathroom and i giggle because it was so funny <laughs> i'm in the corner and i was like <laughs> and she turns and goes oh i'm so sorry and i was like it's okay it wasn't me it was my partner i'm sorry <laughs> oh my gosh and so it was just the funniest thing to me that that happened because it was, it was just like these two women and we come in and we like we blow up their ecosystem that has been so like well created yeah dainty and like there's like everything's nice they offered us coffee when we came in super super nice couple of women i never do like i would have 10 cups of coffee a day if i did that because everyone offers us coffee Hmm. um so i that made me laugh so hard because that's how like of course that's how you talk when the person leaves like did that guy just take a massive dump in our bathroom (laughs) (laughs) So I thought that was very funny. That was very funny. Just because also she didn't notice me. Because, yeah, that was, that, was, that was a note in my phone because it made me laugh so hard at the way she phrased it. <laughs> well, she's the church secretary. Right. And she came in and talked to other ones. Like, that guy just took a massive dump in our bathroom. <laughs> yeah. You should have had poopery in there. Should have. Yeah, I use the <clears throat> the kids' bathrooms because they're closest, so and we're allowed to. But anytime I have to poop, I poop in there anyways. But it is so funny because my poops do not smell good, and anytime that I poop, like kids will re- like say something when they come in, which is really <laughs> funny. This one girl, she was a sixth grader. She came in and I was washing my hands, and she goes into the stall that I was in. She goes. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> and she walks out and goes into the other one. I was like, yeah, that was so gross. Like, I don't oh actually God. say anything. Like, it wasn't me. I always Are you that. the only two people in the bathroom at this no, point? No, there's other people. Okay. So it'd be funny if you were the only ones and you're like, I have no idea why I supposed to bad. <laughs> no. Oh. Yeah, I really should get one of those travel size pooperies. Aren't they all, like, small? No. 
There's some that are like large and then there's like small ones. Oh, I had never heard of poopery before when I worked at Bed Bath & Beyond. It works. Yeah, it does, but I had never heard of it. Yeah. And so I'm working and I work on the other side of the store. And the poopery is on the side with all the like the restroom and bathroom stuff. So I didn't know what it was. And this woman comes up to me and she's like, es- excuse me. Hey, where's the poopery? And I was like, what, the potpourri? Like, huh. I didn't know we sold that. And she was like, no, it's poopery. You put it in your toilet before you take a dump. And I was, I was like, yeah. I was like. I have no idea what you're talking like in my head I'm like I have no idea but I'm like this has to be a product because somebody also asked me about a squatty potty yeah different day also didn't know what it was and so I was like what are you talking about (laughs) and so both times I got on the radio and I was like uh hey does anybody know if we have poopery and they're like yeah it's over on the other side and I was like okay okay thanks guys (laughs) right because like this woman thinks that I'm crazy because I don't know what poopery is, or I didn't know what a squatty potty crazy. was. Yeah, and I'm sitting there thinking, like, who would name their product poopery? <laughs> but it's a great genius. name. It's a great name. Um, so that's where we'll end our show. We both agree. Uh, poop smells bad. See, look, you go back to the conversation by saying something like that. You just have to leave it. I just said that's where we'll end our show. You said where we agree. I didn't say that. You did. Oh my gosh. I didn't. Yes. I did. Yes. Okay. Sorry. We both agree. Stupid. Wow, oh, you just threw a pair of headphones fuzzy with a pair of socks. I love you. And this has been very fun. And I'm excited to go see the zoo lights with you and go shopping in Columbus. I'm excited for this back massage that you're going to give me for coming on the podcast. Not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs>